So what happens when you combine my insane curiosity with some of the world's most interesting people? You end up with incredible conversations full of stories, insights, and the defining moment that made them who they are today. This is The David Spizak Show. sitting in my office on a Sunday afternoon, and I've been giving a lot of thought to what's going on around the world these days. Of course, you know, our heart goes out to the people of Ukraine as they continue to suffer at the hands of Russia. And we certainly hope the very best for them moving forward. You know, I have the, the pleasure, the opportunity, and the honor to work with a team of developers out of the Ukraine. And I have found them consistently to be extraordinary human beings. I bring that up because, as you know, I am forever in search of uncommon. And I get such great pleasure in bringing to you stories about people who are uncommon. Now, they look like us. You know, they might live next door to you. But you don't have to be a celebrity. You don't have to be a big star. Uh, You don't have to even be famous to live an extraordinary life, to live an uncommon life. And that's the beautiful thing. Because what it means is that every one of us has that within our reach. Every one of us has the ability to reach down inside and pull out that which is truly uncommon about us and start really tapping into it, leveraging it, and doing it in a way that allows us to to live an extraordinary life. You know, today, as I think about things that are going on in the world, you can't help but bring up the economy. Why? Well, no matter who you are and no matter what you do, whether you're an employee or an employer, a solopreneur, entrepreneur, or if you work in a nonprofit or the clergy, the economy today in all likelihood is having an impact on you. Why? Well, It's everything from rising interest rates. We've had two interest rate increases in the last couple months. We've seen mortgage rates on homes nearly double just in the last four or five months. Uh, We've seen hyperinflation continue to attack people's wallets, right? To diminish the value of your discretionary income. We've heard stories about people that are having to make incredibly tough decisions. I'm not talking about whether to keep Netflix over Hulu. I'm talking about what do I do with my ever-decreasing amount of income with hyperinflation. And yes, we've even heard stories lately about people who are just struggling to find baby formula. So one might discern uh, right now based on what they're looking at, what they're seeing in the world, that life is getting tough and it's about to get a whole lot tougher. But there are many people in this world that are actually viewing this as a time of opportunity. You see, many people over the history of time have used downturns to create tremendous increases in their wealth. And I know what you're saying. That sounds good. David, that sounds good. I get it if you have a ton of cash laying around and you're 100% right. I'm not going to lie to you. Never have, never will. 
If you're in a situation right now where you've got a lot of credit, where you're highly leveraged without having significant cash flow, things are going to get a little bit tough, but it's okay even for you. Don't worry. Provided that you are making plans right now, provided that you're willing to make tough decisions right now, provided that you could see and create a blueprint for yourself that takes you from where you are right now to where you'd like to be, the truth is you can still win and you should. Why? Well, start out with this. You deserve it. But let's do this. In this episode, let's break some things down. And I want to start with breaking down things in the economy. Now, as many of you may well know, um, my story, if it's uh, characterized as an uncommon one, and I think it is, you know, it went this way. I started out with no money and started out poor. Uh, college was not an option. I ended up going in the service. I got out of the service. I ended up becoming homeless. I lived in a car uh, for a period of time. I got my way out of there by simply just working multiple jobs and getting enough money and getting a little bit lucky by having somebody be willing to take me in as their roommate for not a whole bunch of money on a monthly basis. And I owe that person a lot of thanks. And then from there, I put my head down like many of us do. And listen, I could say I worked hard, but don't you work hard? Yeah, pretty much all of us works hard. So why was I so lucky, quote unquote? You know, how did I get to this uncommon outcome? Well, simply put, lo and behold, I never would have thought of it, but I fell into a job in the car business. And at that point, I found out, I realized that there were some real opportunities that I didn't even know existed before I fell into that job. And the moment I did realize it, I did put my head down and I had a singular goal. I was going to outwork, out hustle everybody around me. I was going to learn also as much as I can so that I could put myself in a position to rise up whenever that was possible. And by doing those things, I was able to avail myself of opportunities for improvement or increases in my income or job opportunities, better positions. And over the course of the next couple of decades, that allowed me to go from being that guy that was living in a car to a guy that was making seven figures. And that's pretty incredible when you think about it, because to this day, I still don't have a college degree. You know, there's a famous saying that you see all the time in advertising with, with car dealerships. Hey, come on down, no money down. But the irony is you could apply that to the car industry itself. You can walk in with no money down. You don't have to pay for college, online college or physical colleges. You don't have to take courses. You don't have to have a certification level. You just show up. You apply. Maybe you're applying for a position as a receptionist. Maybe it's a position as a salesperson. You just apply. And then once you get in, you apply yourself. You put yourself all in every single day. You make sure that you're all in every single day. And by doing that, really cool things can happen. Uncommon things happen. I've seen it hundreds of times. People that started out in sales 
that just three years later were making six figures themselves. People that were receptionists that turn into controllers or turn into general managers. I've seen people that start out as valets that are making huge six-figure incomes today. And they deserve it because they put themselves in position to make that happen. So I'm here to say to you, listen, the economy is about to get a little bit interesting, a little bit tough for people out there. But this may be and should be the best of times. So I said I was going to break it down. Let's break it down. What's going on with fuel prices? Well, they've gone from $2.50 to the last I looked last week. The cheapest in the country for regular was a little over $4. I believe it was in Oklahoma. Most expensive, sorry, for those of you in California, it's over 6 bucks a gallon. But hey, you already knew that. Your car needs premium? Man, that might be tough. Premium gas for California is edging up closer to $7 a gallon. And for most places around the country, it's around $6.30, $6.40. So that means every mile that we're driving costs 50 to 100% more money, or maybe in some cases even more than that. So what's going on? What are the implications? What's happening? Well, we sold about 18% fewer new cars in the first quarter of this year versus last year, but EV registrations were up 60%. Think about that. New car volume down 18, but yet EV registrations up 60%. Are people paying attention? I believe they are. Cars.com uh, did a study, did some research, and they found out in the month of March that pe- the number of people looking at EVs went up massively. And yes, that showed up in registrations. That means they weren't just thinking about it, they did something about it. People are making decisions that are going to have a future impact. People are making decisions that are going to give them a hedge against fuel prices, right? And that's pretty cool. Let's talk about real estate. For the first time, we've seen three months in a row where existing home sales were down. So they declined year over year for three months in a row. What's driving that? Interest rates, right? It's impacting affordability. It's impacting people's ability at some point, or in some cases, I should say, to even qualify for the loan they want or to buy the house that they want. And what's the implications on that? Well, the reality is it's going to mean that rents are probably likely to continue to trend up and probably for a quite, quite a long time, years, I believe. So what can you do about that? Well, a number of things. Are you in a place right now that is beneficial to you? You know, could you possibly move to a state that has no state income taxes? If you do that, it could increase your income. Could you go to a lower income area, or I'm saying an area not necessarily lower income, but a lower cost area wherever you live geographically? Yes, that's possible. The question is, how bad do you want it? What are you willing to do to put yourself in a position to win long-term? And that's a really good question in and of itself. Are you a short-term thinker or a long-term thinker? If you're a short-term thinker, you're likely to say, I'm going to make decisions that are going to make me happy or bring me joy, bring me satisfaction right now. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. As long as you're okay with those consequences. What do I mean by that? 
Well, it means that you probably will not be in the situation or the condition that you would love to be in 5, 10, and 20 years from now. Look at the great resignation, the big quit. Consider all the people that decided, hey, I'm not going to work anymore. You know, the government was giving for a period of time an extra $600 a week. Do you know what that means? It's $15 an hour. People got a $15 an hour increase. And a lot of them just sat on the couch. Not a bad existence. Labor Day last year, all of that ended. It first decreased to 300 bucks a week and then was over. Businesses all over the country were fully expecting all these people to come back. Why wouldn't they come back? There's no more additional income from the government. You certainly couldn't live on unemployment. And let's face it, unemployment is temporary. So where is everybody? Well, millions decided to quit, to walk out, to figure out a different way. Now, there are some that decided today's the day. Now is the time I'm going to become an entrepreneur. I'm going to create my own plan. And I'm so happy for those people. But I also really hope that they actually do have a plan. And they're not just venturing out in the wild without one. Why do I say that? Well, right behind me, right outside this window, that building is for lease. And so is the building across the street. And within two blocks of me, there's at least 15, 20, 30 different businesses that are no longer there. Every one of them started out the same way, with a dream, with hope, and in some cases, with a plan. I didn't say that all dreams were viable. I didn't say that all plans were great. And so maybe their plan wasn't good enough to get them through the tough times. Clearly, that was the case. So for all those people that walked out, those, those people that quit, if that makes them happy, good for them. I've said forever, three things we're all chasing, happiness, success, however we define it, and fulfillment. And if that move brought those things into their life, good for them. I couldn't be happier. But I have my suspicions. I have my suspicions on whether they're going to be able to sustain that success, that fulfillment, and that happiness. Why? Well, because how do you have fulfillment without purpose? What is your purpose if you're just sitting around at home? Now, maybe, perhaps, as I said, they went into business, maybe, perhaps, they decided, I'm just going to become part of the gig economy. I'll work when I need to work. I'll pick up jobs, maybe with Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Lyft, wherever it might be. But things are changing there too. Everything from government regulations to the IRS, who never used to track that Venmo and Zoe income before, cash app income, but now they are. Life has changed. It always does. And so that's why I'm saying to you, listen, no matter what happens to you externally, our circumstances today are circumstances that anybody under the age of 34, chances are you've never experienced before. You've never gone through a downturn. You've never experienced hyperinflation. You've never seen an interest rate increase, right? So, This is why I'm telling people all the time. This is why it's so critical. Every week of your life without fail, make sure that you invest in yourself. Make sure 
that you take the time for your mental wellness. Make sure you take the time for your physical wellness. Make sure that you make the time to assimilate new information. Go out and make sure today that you start reading up on what is going on in the world and what's coming. Because the reality is there are individuals and there are companies that are going to benefit massively from what's going on right now. But they had to take steps to do that. And in all honesty, those that are taking advantage of it right now took those steps six months, a year, two years ago, right? But the good news, it's never too late. Take that step right now. Make that investment in yourself right now so that you can have the impact on the world that you want. You know, perhaps I started out talking about the good people of Ukraine, Maybe you have a passion that you want to do something. Put yourself in a position to do that. Maybe you have a passion to have your kids have a better life than you. Put yourself in a position to do that. Maybe you have a passion for yourself that you want to make sure you have a better life than your parents, that you want to make sure that you can have a generational impact. Put yourself in position to do that. Number one, Take an assessment. I say this all the time. Where are you right now? What are the decisions you've made to lead you to where you are right now? What decisions need to change? What positive, one or two positive habits could you, could you put into your daily rituals that would give you a different outcome? What blueprint adjustments should you be making? What books should you be reading right now? Listen, 1995, There was virtually nobody on planet Earth making a dollar on the internet, and the vast majority of people thought it was a fad. It would never last. How's that worked out? Turns out it's here to stay. Not only that, it's having a bigger and bigger impact on our lives. What about cryptocurrency? That started when? Back in around 07, 08? Even when it was five years old. People thought it was a fad. It was garbage. It's never going to last. Nobody's going to acknowledge it. No financial system, no government is ever going to give it any credibility or accept it as a form of currency. How's that worked out? Turned out they were wrong about that too. Don't make the mistake of thinking that Web 3.0, NFTs, the metaverse, AR, VR, blockchain, and cryptocurrency aren't here to stay. They are. So the more you can learn about them, the better you're going to be positioned to leverage them. But I'm going to give you a warning. Listen, when it came to the internet, when it came to social media, people thought that might have been a fad too. Nope, that's here to stay. When it came to crypto, altcoins, NFTs, there's going to be a lot of scammers out there, man. There's going to be a lot of people trying to take your money. And the people that they target are never going to be the top 1%, 2%, 3%. Why is it? Is it because they have too much money? No, not at all. They have too much knowledge. So no matter where you are with regards to money, you can rival anybody Yes, including a billionaire when it comes to knowledge. That's why they say knowledge is power. But you've got to add to that. Knowledge is power once it's activated. So 
go out there and get as much knowledge as you can. The fact that you're listening right now and making this investment in yourself is tremendous. There's other really tremendous podcasts out there that could teach you literally everything that you need to know about whatever it is you want to know. The secret is, will you take the time? The secret is you understanding that you are the X factor. You, it turns out, are the difference in your own life. It's not external. It doesn't matter what's happening in the world. It doesn't matter what the geopolitical climate is. It doesn't matter what interest rates are. It doesn't matter. What matters is what will you do going forward when you stop listening to this podcast? Are you simply going to be more aware, more educated, or are you going to be more powerful and do something about it? My advice to you is don't cut yourself short. Don't put yourself in a position where you don't get to experience the life you deserve. In fact, just the opposite. Do the things that you need to do today and every day to allow yourself to become uncommon and to live an uncommon, extraordinary life. Why? Well, simply put, you deserve it. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen, and I look forward to seeing you again next time. You've been listening to The David Spizak Show. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button and leave a rating wherever you're listening right now. I look forward to having you back in the room where it happens.